Hi, and welcome to the Dr. Doom podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Doom. Well, Christmas is over. <laughs> and um, I, I thought, uh, I, I went to church um, Christmas Eve, and uh, there was a guy singing like a solo, and he was kind of relying on the words coming out up on the screen, like the PowerPoint or whatever. And the PowerPoint shut off. And so the last verse of the song was just kind of, ah, <laughs> a lot of oohs and ahs, which I thought was quite cute. And he did, I mean, he did a fine job, but, uh, but it made me think I should talk about, um, <laughs> my own failed music career and some of our, some of the failed concerts of our past. Um, so I started playing guitar when I was, uh, around 10 years old and I played, um, I was in sports as well, like played basketball and stuff, but I really got more into the music side of things um, when I was a kid. And uh, and I was not a bad guitar player, but I grew up with this fellow named Rob who was a absolutely phenomenal uh, guitar player and ended up, he ended up going to university for like jazz performance and stuff. If I get interrupted here, um, I'm actually on call and I'm just between cases, so I'm just kind of waiting for a call. Anyway. So Rob was sort of like my mentor. He started a year before me, and when I saw how good he had gotten in a year, I like really threw myself into the uh, guitar stuff. And so one year at Christmas, we um, the church uh, asked us to play, oh, I think it was like Silent Night or something, just to do a guitar duet. And we had the same guitar teacher, this guy named David, who uh, worked downtown, and um, I was in, I was still in sports at the time and Rob was in a band and played like, he was in high school and I was in junior high. So he was in like these, um, uh, you know, like I guess they were called blue tones or whatever, but he had practices. They had practices almost every night because Christmas was coming up and I had basketball practice all the time because we were on the competitive team. And so what we arranged was that at our guitar lessons, we would each learn our own half of the song and the guitar teacher would teach us the middle part of the song. And then, uh, and then, you know, hopefully we'd get a dress rehearsal in and then do the performance because we're both kind of cocky. It was an easy song. I think it was like five chords or whatever. Um, and Rob was going to play like a little solo over it. But what happened um, was that the guitar teacher, like we were, I think my guitar lessons were on Wednesday and Rob's were on Friday or whatever. And he had two different versions of the, <laughs> of the song in two different keys. And as fate would have it, I had a basketball game right before the concert and we never did the dress rehearsal. So we showed up at church. I said, man, I'm so sorry. Like are you okay? Should we just go play it? And he was like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's, it's an easy song. And we got up on stage and immediately I played a C and he played a G <laughs> and both of us were looking at one another and we kept playing because neither of us was far enough along that we could actually transpose to the other person's key. And we just played this mishmash in, in correct like tempo, but in opposite <laughs> keys like this very dissonant sound and it went on for three verses of, of this christmas carol and everybody looked at us like who are these idiots ruining the service that was one concert that we ruined the next one 
was we, well, we thought we learned from that mistake. Rob was a senior in high school and I was a junior. And, uh, and so we practiced together. We, uh, and, and we were in a band together and stuff. And we decided we would do an acoustic version for the variety show of, uh, Goodbye Blue Sky by Pink Floyd, which is like still one of my favorite songs. But the problem was we practiced it and, and we both knew how to play it really well. But, um, there's like an intro and it goes, it's like intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, end, right? But the intro is a double length intro and I forgot about that. Um, and so we started out playing really well, but then the same thing happened where I kept playing, I went into the chorus and he was still playing the intro <laughs> and I couldn't, I wasn't good enough to find my place in the song compared to where he was playing and I don't know what he was thinking but um he couldn't really figure out what I was doing and then we both kept playing and we played through the whole song that way like it was a round like I was on the chorus and he was on the verse and uh and it was my screw up but uh yeah we ruined that one too for the variety show it was embarrassing there were like I don't know 600 people there or something now we did have some good shows um I think on the last one I talked about the music camp we used to go to and uh, and then we were in a band uh, called Sky Johnson which is ridiculous but you know we're kids um, and we wanted the band like people to confuse it for a person's name like it was a kind of a joke because like with Pink Floyd they're like which one's pink with Led Zeppelin they're like oh yeah I've, I've, I know Led, Led Zeppelin he's cool so <laughs> you know we wanted to do the same thing but um but uh, anyway, and the band was quite good. Like, we could play pretty well. But I got a little too into the music, and I was, like, really animated on stage and stuff, and I think they were a little more cool than I was. And uh, so they had a band meeting, and they kicked me out of, the, <laughs> out of the band. And these were my only friends, my only friends in high school. And I was so, I was so fucking depressed about it. that. But I couldn't quit music. Like, I still... I don't know. If it happened to me today, I'd be so humiliated. I don't know. I, I guess I was a stronger, stronger mindset then than I am now. Or I would have gotten mad, but I just felt sorry for myself. I felt sad. Uh, but I did keep playing guitar. And I actually, um, by the time I was a senior in high school, I was uh, doing a lot better. But um, Rob had moved on from playing for the Blue Tones, which is like a uh, choir to playing for the jazz combo and we had jazz combo one and jazz combo two and um and so he and i were kind of the there were some other people played guitar but he and i were the more well i thought of us as the more advanced guitar players in the in the school and um and so the last story of a complete fuck up was my tryout for the jazz combo because when he was i really really wanted to play um, in the jazz combo, like it was like, I, it was prestigious and I love jazz music and, and I just wanted to be good at it. But when I showed up, um, like I couldn't, I can't really, I've never really learned to read sheet music. Like I learned it for piano and then forgot it. Uh, every good boy deserves fudge and good boys deserve fudge always. I remember that, but I can't like look at it and play that on a guitar. I just don't translate it. So when I showed up, they gave me two songs to play for this tryout. And they were both like one was sheet music and one was all these chords that I'd never heard of, like F major sharp seven <laughs> stuff that I didn't know how to play. And, uh, 
and I was trying to struggle my way through it, and I, I didn't even know how to read like the tablature, like the no, like I didn't even know what the symbols meant on the on the music that she'd given me. And as I was playing this, I just had these like tears like rolling down my face. It was so embarrassing, and uh, that was my tryout for jazz combo. And I was just because I thought of myself as quite a good good guitar player. Because if you showed me anything, or even if you played me a song that I like, I could listen to it and figure out how to play it. But I didn't know what any of the chords were called, and especially with like jazz, it's it's so complicated. So the song that um, I had to play for that uh, tryout was called Basie Straight Ahead, like Count Basie, um, and uh, and God, it was just a disaster. It turned it turned so bad. Um, but the uh, the music teacher took pity on me and gave me another chance. Um, and I took the stuff to my guitar teacher and I was like, can you please show me how to play this? So I practiced it all week and then I went in and I could play it. But uh, so I got into Jazz Combo 2, which was the one where they put the kids who aren't going to go to college for music, the kids who, uh, other, other than myself, mostly uh, could have tried out for the you know, West Indian Olympic dope smoking team. Anyway, um, yeah, that was my, uh, that's my story of all the concerts that I've screwed up. Um, I'm sure there are more. I'm sure I've screwed up plenty of concerts. But uh, next I'll tell you about the band that I'm currently in and uh, some of the stupid things we've done. off trying to record this so we'll see if it works i'll keep it short this is kind of a story about my more contemporary band called fox farm and the kind of the screw-ups that we've had um i started uh, this band with my friend greg and uh initially we were called father time because we were both dads <laughs> and uh and we played a charity show and after the show we had a lot of fun like people just came up on stage and joined us we just played some cover songs or whatever after the show um a couple of guys were interested in joining us on this project. And so the next year we had um, a French guy named JP from a kind of a semi-famous local band and a uh, and another French guy named Johnny who did spoken word stuff. They joined us and we did the same charity show. Um, and we covered some original songs and some cover songs. And, uh, and that kind of, th that year we were called Holland Oats, like... <laughs> <laughs> we just tried to pick the stupidest band names we could find. Um, but that was a fun, fun year. And after that, a core group of guys from St. John who were all like dads or expecting dads uh, joined forces. And we started this band Fox Farm, which is sort of named after a local road here. And we played, um, we played quite a bit of, uh, of shows as that band. And initially we played cover songs and then we started writing originals and by the time we were about a year into it, we had like a, an album's worth of originals, more than an album's worth. We probably had 25 songs that, uh, and some of them were quite good. I got to say like they, and it was really fun to play with these guys because they were all quite talented uh, musicians. We had one guy who wasn't a dad in the band, but he was, uh, he worked with two of the other guys in the band. His name was Nick. And um, he was the most unreliable person I've ever met, but it, like the kindest hearted person I've ever met as well. And uh, just a, w a wonderful guy. But um, Fox Farm kind of culminated in this invitation for us to play uh, at e the Evolve Festival in Andy Ganesh. And that was one of the first places Chrissy and I ever went on a date. We went to see, uh, I think it was like Mike Gordon or somebody play Evolve. 
And so it was like a big deal. It was pretty funny uh, to be invited. And it was like a four hour drive from home. And uh, so we we said yes, and we would do it. And they were supposed to pay us, uh, which they never did. Um, and we drove the four hours out uh, to Nova Scotia. And, um, and we were getting ready. We were five minutes from being on stage. And Nick uh, informed us that he uh, had forgotten his guitar and amp. So we had to go around to other bands <laughs> and beg for a guitar and an amp. Um, but it all worked out. It was a good show. Uh, our families were there. Like uh, my family and Greg's family were there. And uh, Jack was just a little boy. And uh, so he had to wear like the hearing protection, but he danced and he loved the music. And it was like, it was a really cool experience. It was, it was quite fun. Um, we played a few more shows after that, one of which was a Christmas show. Uh, we were supposed to play mostly fundraisers. That was our plan. Uh, but the fundraiser ended up, none of us knew, we just agreed to do it. But it ended up being to raise money for hockey jerseys for the local beer league team sponsored by, like, Moosehead Breweries. Like, the, <laughs> I said, Greg had set it up. I said, Greg, what the fuck? Can't Moosehead buy them their own jerseys? <laughs> I mean, we weren't really mad. And that ended up actually being my favorite show of the whole time with the band. That was a really fun show. Like finding a new venue in your own city and it's like a legion or whatever. And you have people come in um, with a built-in audience. It was it was really fun. People danced and stuff. And I, I just, I loved my time with the band. Um, then uh, it all kind of fell apart. Nick stopped coming to practices. He was in another band that was actually quite good. But... Um, but then, uh, I don't know, we just, like, everybody had more kids other than me, and uh, it just became, like, I don't know, it was, we just couldn't pull it off. So we didn't play for about, I don't know, five years, maybe four or five years. My dad got cancer, too. Um, but then, just recently, we've kind of gotten back together with our friend Jen, who has a couple kids, so now it's like a dad and mom band. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we'll find a show to play in the new year and yeah I don't know I find um the week before Christmas or the two weeks before Christmas I, I really love those two weeks for whatever reason I try to you know and then the week after Christmas I find it really depressing um today's the 27th so I'm kind of recording this in hopes of uh sort of elevating my own mood anyway I hope you enjoyed our the uh, music stories the Dr. Doom music stories and uh yeah, we'll put a new episode out sometime when I think of a, a new theme. All right, you guys stay healthy, stay classy. We'll see you next time.